Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome to this episode of the RPG Show. My name's Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, I have what the fuck was I thinking, Nicholas Gantner? How's it going, brother? Well, it's fucking going, I guess. Oh well, that's great. I'm sorry if everybody can hear the dogs barking outside because that's that's what they do is make all kinds of noise. But today we have a, a not treat in store for you today. This is probably gonna be the worst show we've ever made, but I think about that. I think that every time we sit down and make a show, I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be the worst show I've, we've ever made. So uh, there's that. But, but normally we're not ripping into some fucking terrible assholes idea of a top 100 RPG list. Yeah, so that's that's what we're doing today. Uh, so Game Informer's uh, issue for June 2017 is their top 100 RPGs of all time. So let me, let me lead into this with... Uh, I take zero credence from any opinion Game Informer ever has. Um, but since they decided to do an issue that's like right in our wheelhouse and something we're very opinionated on, we figured we'd sit down and see how much sense, uh, how much RPG knowledge or cred they get based on this list. So um, we're basically going to start down at 100 um, and we are going to work our way up to um numero uno but a lot of them are just going to kind of breeze over because i mean shit we can't sit around talking about 100 games all night so uh do you have any opinions on game informer and their their rpg cred before i get into it uh they have none they have no cred uh in any gaming opinions in my opinion like people i feel like are credible are folks that don't publish things for money um, because then you're always going to have some latent bias in it. Like, you're going to have latent bias in everything, but there's going to be that, like, oh, I, hey, if I say good things about these people's games, they might, uh, you know, uh, reward us for it kind of shit. Whereas if you're not doing it for anything uh, but the joy of it, then uh, can't take it seriously. Got it. All right, well, I guess uh, without too much... Uh... You know, more any more preamble. Let's let's get into it. Um, I'll I, you know I I'll just start going through them. I might have you switch off and go down the list some after a while. But uh, number one hundred, they have Torment, Tides of Numera, Numenera, or whatever. Um, Numa Numa. 
it, yeah, Numenera. I don't know. Joke. Come on. Uh, it, I guess it's like a sequel or something to um, Planescape Torment or something. Uh, I think so. That's what it says in the text underneath. Anyway, I've yeah. never played either game, so yeah, could be great. Uh, yeah, haven't played it. No opinion. Uh, ninety nine is Dragon Quest three. Now, I don't have any experience with the Dragon Quest games, so I can't really speak to where they would belong, but Dragon Quest being a staple of the genre feels like 99 might be a little low. I don't know. You know anything about Dragon Quest? Uh, yeah, I've played a couple of Dragon Quest games. They're like, um, For the most part, you're just generic protagonist uh, gets a party of people and saves the world, but uh, I mean, as the games have gone on and on, they've added things to them that have become staples later on. Uh, this one added uh, like night and day systems and shit, so uh, plus other stuff, which I feel like it should be placed higher. Like I've never uh, like beaten the game, but from what I played of it, uh, it was fun. Like it's an RPG, good shit. Okay, all right. Uh, Ninety-eight. They have Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. Now, I've I've actually seen this game on a lot of uh, top whatever RPG lists. It's supposedly really good. Uh, the vampire subgenre or genre isn't really my my shtick. I don't really care for vampires. I think they're overplayed. Um, apparently, the tabletop RPG, the White Wolf game, is also superior. So uh, there's also like a LARPing system for Vampire the Masquerade. So like people that are into bam- vampires, apparently, the Vampire's Masquerade is like a big deal. Um, so I mean, supposedly it's really good. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, I'd be interested in playing it at some point in time, but, you know, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Well, that's all I can see is Troika games, and it, I have flashbacks of Arcanum, and I'm like, uh, that's that's also like, possible. Like I've heard, like I've heard from multiple people as well that Vampire Masquerades, whatever, is great. Like I dated a chick who was like, I wish I had my game, my copy of Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines. It was so fun, blah blah. Uh, it doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, no, that's fair. 97, we have Dark Cloud 2, which 97 seems awfully low for Dark Cloud 2. Dark Cloud 2 is, like, really fun in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, we'll see what, what they got going on. I mean, I've played it. It's good. So, I thought the first one was better. Like, I played, like, maybe an hour and a half Dark Cloud 2, but well, I beat Dark Cloud 1. I think I can agree with you. They did some weird stuff with the town building in the second one. with Because, like, they, the first one, you know, had were putting so-and-so next to so-and-so. It, like, you kind of, like, you would unlock different things based on how you arrange the town or whatever. Like, the second one, like, it turned it up to 11 and made it, the town building, less fun, in my opinion. So, um, it is... Because didn't they have, like, um... Like you, you also had more more control over like the geography of where you're building the town in the second one. Uh, maybe I never got to like actually playing the game because oh, okay. I like the first one. Like the first one, you get like maybe ten minutes of like story, and then you get you get, you get to play the game. You play the dungeon, you get to unlock shit. This one, it was like like you get to like the prologue with the chick, and you're like fighting some people at a tower or something, and then you get to play as a dude, and you're just run, running around town for fucking forever. I'm like, this is I'm done. I am done fucking done okay uh well 96 we got lost odyssey um never had Which an X- i feel way too fucking low way really? too fucking low for this game i never had a 360 or xbox one so i never got to play it i mean 
uh, is i mean would it i mean if i'll take your word for it if it's that good i mean uh it's probably got one of the if not the best rpg stories uh, i've ever experienced oh wow all right and it's like not as much uh, uh with like the actual stuff that's going on in the game it's the backstory of the main character uh kaim okay. i think that's the name i can't remember um and like kind of the things that oh this is a sakaguchi joint who... yep all right well then yeah that's probably worth playing if, if sakaguchi's involved i don't know all right well we'll see i mean maybe one day i'll get to play it again i don't have an xbox one or 360 so who knows um well i have that in the game i mean if you want to borrow it you can all right maybe uh number 95 the world ends with you Never played it. Some sort of it's a mobile title, so I mean I haven't uh, haven't played too many mobile exclusive titles outside of the PSP really. For this one, for me, it gets a lot of hype. I've played it briefly, like maybe an hour of it, and I didn't really buy into it. But uh, whatever, like because it's a weird thing where like it, it pretty much fully utilizes the DS's everything. It uses everything about the DS and like. The battle system is weird because, like, you have a character on the top screen who's doing shit. I can't remember if they do things automatically. And then you control your character on the bottom screen using the touchpad. And you have to, like, pick up pins and they do things. And, like, you have to do, like, rhythm game almost kind of shit at some point. I'm like, this is way too much fucking shit happening. I mean, whatever. Like, apparently the storyline's great and all this kind of shit. But I kind of get past that's fucking, it felt like a god-awful controls game. Okay. All right. All right. All right, uh, so 94 is Golden Sun. Um, First game on this list that we've played for the show. Yeah, I was to say that we reviewed this one already. Uh, Memory service, we thought it was a pretty great game. Um, I feel like it is a bit too low on the list, but that's because I'm biased. Yeah, Uh, I mean... But then again, we haven't seen what else the list has has on it, though. Yeah, I mean, mean, a lot of these staples, as far as we're concerned, have seen awfully low, but... Who knows? There could be some monsters up top that we're we're forgetting about. I mean, there's, there's 100 games they have to cover, and it's a pretty expansive genre, so... I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, 93 is Pillars of Eternity. But, um, I'm assuming... I think I've heard of this. It's like a Baldur's Gate spinoff or something? It's... it's, it's In my opinion, it played, like, uh, almost... It's, it's that isometric, like... I want to call it a Diablo clone, but it had more story oh. to it. Um, than that. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, no, I have this downloaded on my computer. I think I yeah. played it for like an hour. I've played it. It's not bad. Like it's 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 it suffers. From, like I think it was like a free to play game, so it suffers from some of that stuff. Um, but other than that, like it was pretty solid. Like it wasn't bad. I just didn't get into it. I think I remember I stopped playing it because the skill system was literally like a million fucking things to choose from, and it was kind yeah. of like the Final Fantasy X Sphere Grid. Uh, I was like, well, this is this is way too fucking much for me. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next on the list is Tactics Order or 92. Tactics Order let us claim together. That seems low. Uh, that seems tragically low. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, like, I don't. Is it's not one of the best Tactics Ogre games. So maybe one of the other ones is higher in the list. Uh, could be because what this is uh, the remake of the Wheel of Time, right? I think yeah, this is Let Us Cling Together, so the one that's mostly like uh, Vita, that kind of stuff. 
Well, no, because originally it was like uh, Ogre Battle, uh, March of the Black Queen, and then I think there was Titan Zither, like Will of Time or some shit. Or okay. maybe it's not Will of Time, something. And then they did, um, I think it's Ogre Battle 64, and then they did Tactics Ogre, Night of Lotus. Okay. I think that was the last Ogre game, unfortunately. But I can't remember. Okay. I mean, I've played a few of them. I just don't. I don't have a ton of knowledge about the series, so I mean, but any of All them right. to be this low seems seems kind of janky to me. Yeah. Oh, especially uh, under ninety one Bastion. This is not an RPG. Yeah, it's 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 an action platformer, guys. Like Bastion's a great game. Don't get me wrong. In like the uh, like the Sam Elliott style Western uh, voiceover in that game is super cool. But I would never classify Bastion as an RPG. Uh, so. I think I've seen some gameplay. Like, like, isn't the character does shit, and there's some narrator describing yeah. what he does? Yeah, no, the game's really cool. Like, I I give Bastion a ton of props. Like, it's it's, it's super fun um, and really interesting. But it is not an RPG. Uh, it's it sounds great. It looks marvelous. It, the the gameplay is simple and fun. Um, but it is not. It is not an RPG. This would be like the equivalent of having Zelda on here or something? Uh, some Zelda games more than others, okay? Because some Zelda games have more RPG elements than other games, okay? And I would say this is more action platformery than than even Zelda. Like, I can it to, like, a Crash Bandicoot or, you know, that kind of thing where you've got platforms, you're jumping, you've got a variety of weapons. Like, it feels more of that kind of thing than... So, like, Super Mario RPG without any of the RPG. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's fair. Okay. I mean, it's got some RPG elements, but they're so, so thin. So thin. Thin, like, I feel like there's going to be many more coming up. Um, That's fair. Well, I meant, like, a lot of the games on this list, I feel like, especially with some of them that we've gone over already, are going to be, like, wow, that's a this type of game with a like a, a very very thin veil of rpg elements like oh you can get a stat that are like a skill that levels up woo rpg no that is not no an rpg that that does not make no oh boy god i'm gonna get my blood pressure up all right yeah uh, this is gonna be a rough one guys for all those people out there that like it when we get angry this is only gonna get worse i assure you this is only gonna get worse Okay, uh, number 90 is Panzer Dragoon Saga. Um, now, I will I'll have to come clean. I kind of briefly skimmed this list. Like, I didn't get very far up, so just kind of spoil it, get, you know, get real reactions. But I saw Panzer Dragoon on this, and I'm like, isn't that a fucking rail shooter? And then I YouTubed it, and no, it is actually legit, like, a hybrid RPG type thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a weird game. Uh, Blaine's reviewed it over on Is It Worth It? So if you have more interest in, in listening to a review of that, um, go check that out. Um, it is, I mean, it's a rare game, expensive game. Looks like a cool game. Uh, haven't played a whole lot of Saturn titles. Maybe one day we'll get to it. Who knows? Okay. Um, 89, a, another choice I, I really disagree with. Tales of Symphonia. 89? Uh, well... I would even put fucking Tales of Symphonia on this list. Really? Fuck that. There, okay. there are way better Tales games. No, there are okay. way better Fair Tales enough. games. I've only played like two Tales games, so that's probably why. I thought Symphonia was fun. Uh, whatever. I'm 2D for life. Fuck the 3D goddamn balance space shit. 
whatever. Whatever. Like, fucking Tales of Eternia. Best Tales of the game, in my opinion. Uh, what the fuck ever. What do I know, right? Alright. Uh, I'll pick it up here on the next page. Uh, the Radiata stories. Uh, 88. Um, Radiata. Radiata. I've never played it. I haven't played a whole bunch of Trias titles. I know it's blasphemy. I know you hate me. So. Yeah, I'm the biggest fucking Trias fanboy, so I can't. At, eight, at 88, I mean, I've heard it about it. Uh, I've never never played it, so I can't really say too um, much about it. Well, I will say this for the game. It is like, uh, depending on what route you take, it can be either, I want to say, like a 30 to 50 hour game. And I played through it four times. Oh, boy. So uh, if you like collecting characters like you do in Suikoden, um with the, uh, key, the very, very key distinct difference being that each character has their own daily routine so you know you will never find a character standing in a single spot ever in this game because they follow a timeline 24 hours a day and sometimes you can't find a character except between like the hours of seven and eight when they're in the bar or some shit like that uh so it really kind of made a big change on the whole recruitathon with characters and uh i liked the plot a lot the like the combat is like a 3d fucking thing a kind of skill all right we, not trying to too much time up but i highly recommend this game it needs to be high on this list okay uh i also say 87 seems awfully low for vagrant story to be on this list um yeah 87 vagrant story what can we say that's that's one game i hope for us to get to in the near future maybe next season or something well that's gonna depend like are we able to finally pick a bunch of good games for once well, I, you know, I'm thinking maybe, like, next year, because uh, I, I have a couple plans, like, uh, ways we might do it, or we, we might just scrap all that and just do, like, a like a year solid of PS1 games, because there's just so many PS1 games I want to play um, that it's killing me. It's killing me. I feel like the biggest problem is there are so many games to play, but literally literally not enough time. Yeah, there's there's never enough time. Never enough time. Uh, so Vagrant Story, great. Probably shouldn't be as low as 87, but we'll see. Uh, especially falling below Pool of Radiance. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, it's, this is Pool of Radiance. It's, it's an old, it's a classic game. I've probably played maybe an hour of it. Um, it's, 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 uh, like an adapted, like one of those AD&D type games. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those, you know, is it like a first-person dungeon yeah. crawling thing? Yeah, it's one of those. Um, it's like they made so many of them, and but without them, like I don't think we'd end up with some of the better Western RPGs that we have nowadays. Um, so I mean, it's I I, I believe I, I I firmly believe that a handful of those games deserve to be on this list, like those AD and D, uh, you know, um, screen by screen dungeon crawling uh, stuff. I believe this one even had like a. Um, a top-down kind of uh, combat to it. So, I mean, it belongs on this list, but I don't know if it belongs higher than Vagrant Story or Golden Sun. So Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I've never played it, but if it's anything like Eyes of the Beholder, uh, what, the, what the fuck? Yeah, so that's weird to me. Uh, 85, Might and Magic, World of Keen. Keen, uh, that's how I would say it. X E E N. Zine, maybe. Zine, maybe. I think X is a Z sometimes. Yeah. Um. I've played a few Might and Magic games. Never played this specific one. I have no problem with the Might and Magic games. Uh, I think some they're they're 
generally pretty average. Some of them a little better than others. Some a little sub sub average. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I've never even played a Might and Magic. I've played Heroes really? of Might and Magic, but not just Might and Magic. Oh well, I mean they're good. I mean they. I mean they're your. I mean they're Western kind of stuff. So, I mean probably you probably hate it. <laughs> um, uh, maybe I love Heroes of Might and Magic though. So I guess I could. Always well, Heroes out. of Might and Magic is more a strategy game than the regular Might and Magic games are. Okay, then. Uh, so do they play more like an old school Western RPG? Yeah, they're they're kind of they can be kind of first persony or or they can even be like dungeon crawly. I mean, they just they're just different. Uh, uh fuck that. Eighty four Horizon Zero Dawn. Really? You haven't played that yet, have you? No. Well, I'm in the middle of playing it right now, and I can tell you for a fact it's not a fucking RPG. It's it yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Judging by what I've seen of how the game plays, it appears to be well. This is what we get as an RPG these days. Like, this is what a modern RPG is. And it's stupid. It's literally an action-adventure game. I know. Like, there's no part of the game where, like, your stats matter for shit. I know. Like, it doesn't matter. You can do anything not leveling up at all. And leveling only gives you one skill point and ten health. And you can pick from a list of, like, skills in three categories. And they just give you uh like benefits to your like things like oh you can stealth better uh enemies can't see you as good oh you do more damage with your swinging your spear now uh and it unlocks like commands for you to do like uh. okay so definitely shouldn't be on this list but it is like i don't know it, it that game seems so overhyped and i was just i looked at it and it was one of those games that just made me go meh well nicole played the shit out of it like this is the only game she got a platinum on and because she played the hell of it, she loved it. Uh, I don't share the same opinion. All right. Well, this isn't the the Horizon Zero Dawn review. Next up at eighty three is Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, I heard it's really good. I haven't played it. I own it, but I don't have a Wii. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Eighty two, South Park: The Stick of Truth. A really good RPG. Like that's fair. Eighty two seems low for Stick of Truth, to be honest, because it's fun. It's one of those ones that's like it's fun as shit while you're playing it though, but I honestly forgot it existed. Yeah, because it's a South Park game, so you can't take it seriously, right? Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is that it's it's a South Park game, so you can't take it seriously, but the gameplay is good. Like it's solid. It's not super in depth, but it's not. I don't know. It's fun. I had fun playing it. Uh, yeah, I played it like twice because I fucking missed something for a trophy and I played it all over again. But I feel though, if you're not a fan of South Park, you're not gonna be a fan of the game. Well, I'm not a big fan of South Park. Like I, I think a lot of South Park's jokes are, uh, are over like too, just too much for me. Sometimes it's just like too on the nose. Too yeah, like a lot of like okay, that was that was an easy joke to make. That wasn't clever. Um, and it's I think South Park as a show has gotten a little long in the tooth like it, it's just been around so long and so like it's starting to like devour its own tail you know where it's it's just like at this point i watch a new episode and i'm like okay there went 30 references i don't understand pass uh so that's uh, oh so like you have to have seen all the other shit yeah it, 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 it's, it's, sense. it's too self-referential like i miss the old days where it was like there were five gags you could count on in any given episode and they repeat themselves and they were always funny um that kind of stuff 
But uh, on to 81, definitively not an RPG, Destiny. 81. My God. A first-person shooter at 81. Above, literally above shit like Golden Sun, Lost Odyssey, fucking, oh my God. Yeah. What the fuck? Like the, okay, uh, let's play devil advocate here. Let's say that this this could be classified as RPG. The fucking story sucks ass. Yeah. The story is the worst fucking story I've ever fucking had. And okay. then, like, in a sequel, the sequel to, like, people asking questions like, oh, we're going to hear about this? We're going to hear about that? Like, uh, no, we've dropped this. We've dropped that. And we feel like that answered itself in the storyline, except, like, the person that I'm referencing literally hands you a weapon and then just appears and never hear from him ever fucking again. Like, what the? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, okay, so you could technically classify it as a first-person action RPG because you have you you kind of level up and you get armor and you, but it's an MMO FPS. It's not even an MMO RPG, and it's not even a good MMO. To be honest. So I it's really not like it miss it's missing a bunch of the staples that you would expect in an MMO and they keep they're like, oh we're not putting that into Destiny 2, sorry. Like what the fuck? So uh and like then, it's just a fucking money money machine. And they got microtransactions. Oh my god. Yep, yep. So moving on to eighty. Seems awfully low. Odin Sphere. As much Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, at eighty. So I mean uh Well I don't know, this one kind of is like a weird place too though, because it's I mean, I would say it's an RPG, but it's more also like a side-scrolling platformer thing. Yeah, but, I mean, we consider, like, uh, Legend of Mana an RPG. Like, it's kind of in the same kind of vein, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, so it's an action RPG. You know. Fair enough. Uh, 79, I know you're a fan. Dragon's Dogma. Fuck yeah, you're not. No, I'm, I, I I don't know. Like, I, maybe it was at the wrong... Like, I hated the day-night uh, system. Like, I think it was my only problem. Like, because it felt like day was too short. Like, I couldn't get anything done without having to go, like, I don't know. It was a, it was a, that's, where you, that's where you get you get good and you kill shit at nighttime. <laughs> okay, I gotta get good. Uh, I'll tell you where I well, don't... Like, What's that? I was gonna say, like, I've play, I played this, I got all the achievements on Xbox, and then when I turned around and stopped playing Xbox, I got on the PS3, got all the fucking trophies in it again, uh, the they're coming out with an HD remake for PS4, which you know I'm buying, and we get all the goddamn trophies in it again. Like I'm waiting. They need to bring goddamn Dragon's Dogma online over, but they're never going to do it because fucking Crapcom's piece of shit, motherfucking asshole company. Huh. I go for days about Capcom. We already did talk about Capcom, didn't we? We did talk about Capcom. Fuck Capcom. All right, moving on to 78. Uh, Wasteland. This is a old PC game. I have no knowledge of whatsoever. So. Uh yeah, me either. Uh, so moving on, uh, you want to pick up seventy-seven? Sure. Oh wow, Radiant Historia. They're actually coming out with a re-release of this too. I think it says expanded content, which uh, okay. I'm actually pretty excited about. Did you ever play this? Nope. Okay, take uh, the time traveling concept from Chrono Trigger, and then uh, raise it to the nth degree, and you get Radiant Historia practically. Okay. It's uh, you pretty much the plot, the the whole time travel mechanic is. Main character dies. Some I can't remember exactly what happens, but he something bequeaths upon him the power to 
go back to pivotal moments in history and change things. So um, like you'd be playing along, a character dies, you go back in time to a pivotal moment, and then because you know what's happening already, you can take steps to take a different path through history and make changes as you see fit to quote unquote make things the best way they can be. Okay. All right. It's uh like the combat's fucking great. The soundtrack is from Yoko Shimomura, who did the stuff for Legend of Mana. Excellent, excellent game. Way too low on the list. Yeah, that seems legit. All right. Ultima Four, Quest of the Avatar. I haven't played a lot of Ultima games. Uh, so I've, I've I mean, played zero Ultima games. Uh, so I mean, they're they're a staple. I I believe that you know at least one deserved to be on this list. So. 76. There you go. All righty. Uh, Shadow Hearts Covenant. Have uh, you ever played Shadow Hearts? Nope. Okay. Uh, I mean, I kind of... I'm okay with this decision, but I'm also not. Okay. Because uh, Covenant like vastly improves the first Shadow Hearts, but I feel like um, it can't really top the first Shadow Hearts because it's a lot more uh, dark, and Covenant's a bit more lighthearted. And then they like put out Shadow Hearts New World, which was ass... Like it takes place like the America, okay. and uh, they make some questionable decisions, I guess. But uh, yeah, like the combat system is weird though. It's one of those like uh, kind of like Legend of Dragoon where you have to press the button at, like the correct time, but it's a circle. So like Lost Odyssey has this combat system too. It's a circle, and then you have to like get it. You have to press the button in the correct lit up area, I think, or something like that. Okay. If you fuck up, you don't do the attack, and so it, that's kind of shitty. Um, but uh, like the the theme, the world building, uh, like the plot points, all fucking dark and awesome and great. Yep. Okay. Um, next we have Monster Hunter Generations, which I would also say is debatably not an RPG because it's more of a. I would yeah. say it's a dungeon crawler because you. I don't know. I mean, I've only like, played the first Monster Hunter game, and it felt like it felt modern action RPG ish to me. So. I mean, I mean, well, like I'm. My argument is that it's there's really no story. You okay. are going and you're just killing monsters, getting better items, killing harder monsters, getting better items, killing even harder monsters, and then getting the ultimate equipment, and that's the extent of the game and the joy of the game. Okay. It's just killing shit. All right. Well, so I mean, the majority of an RPG is killing shit, and gaining levels. Yeah, I I'm aware of that, but typically there's some. Okay, I, but I have I, I okay, that's fine. But whatever. I mean, I understand the appeal, sort of. Like I've played like two Monster Hunter games, and they're they're pretty fun until you hit that wall where you have to, like, grind for three or four hours or some shit to get better gear, and then get good so you can actually kill a monster. And I ain't got time for that shit. Okay. Personally. All right. Um, seventy-three Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I would also. Say it's not really an RPG. I would say it is. I mean, the way you have to manage stats by investing, you know, like I mean, so you level up stats, you level up, uh, you get all a bunch, you get a different bunch of different spells, a bunch of different weapons. Like it's totally an RPG. It's just okay. it's, it's a little uh, subtypical, but it's definitely. I mean, the the RPG mechanics of it are so entrenched in the gameplay. I would give it to it. It's not like the RPG mechanics are like a secondary system. Okay, I mean, I can understand. I just never really consider Metroidvania games to be 
RPGs. I mean, and not I all like they're not all to me, not all of them have like the because it's basically like the stat system and a couple of the other RPG mechanics of Symphony of the Night that made it way easier than like previous like versions. Like, because you could you know you could level up and just get better and just totally break the game. So I mean, you know, other when they when they strip those systems out and it's just getting like upgrades for your pew pew or you know increasing your health bar tick that not so much an RPG to me. That's I'm with you. That's like a platformer, but this has totally got you know so many systems in it. It's stupid. All right, well I was arguing for making it because I've never played something in the night. Okay, no, it's 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 fun. Also, most recent episode of Is It Worth It? They think they just they did something in the night. So. Epitome, okay. not epitome. You can tell uh, how much I listen to that show. Sorry. Uh, all right, 72, Paper Mario. I mean, I think Paper Mario is an interesting choice. It deserves to be discussed as far as RPGs go. Um, I've only played a little bit of it. Uh, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of hoping it would make our play our 64 title this year, but it didn't. So, um, one year, definitely. Mm, maybe. Uh, I've really never had an interest in it because it's not Super Mario RPG 2. It's not, and it's different, but it's it's also not bad. Uh, Seventy one, a game I've I've only beat through once. Jade Empire, good game. Felt too like it was it was it. I understand like it's not, but it felt like a Kotor clone to me, um, in many ways. So, I mean, it uses the same light dark engine. I think the combat's a little different, and it's you know. Uh, Asian themed instead of Star Wars themed, but it's Bioware. Uh, back when you know Bioware, you could count on Bioware doing some cool shit. So, um, Jade Empire. All right, uh, I, I can't have an opinion. I've never played it. It's 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 worth playing for sure. Uh, Seventy Undertale, um, which is probably like that's it's such a um, like little cult game. Undertale is like it was just like for a while there, it's all you could hear people talk about. Undertale, it was everywhere. Well, I don't know if that'd be considered a cult then, right? Because it went from cult status to, like... Yeah, I guess. Pop culture. Yeah, it was just everywhere for so long, and I've never touched the thing. It was probably because it was everywhere that I didn't touch it. I was like, meh. Yeah, well, like, I was like, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting, because you have, like, a weird little shoot-em-up-esque type of battle system, where you have, you have to move stuff around, like, combat or something. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. And then people just will not shut the fuck up about it. Like, how it's God's gift to gaming. If you love RPGs, you need to play it. It's the best game that people ever played. I'm like, okay, now people are just fucking being retarded or being hyperbolic. Calm the fuck down. And I was like, no. It, like, it, it made me actively hate the idea of playing the game. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm in the same boat. Uh, 69, Disgaea, Hour of Darkness. Disgaea, I think we've, we've, we've already kind of talked about, you know, Disgaea in general quite a bit. So, but I mean, so this guy is cool. They're good RPGs. Um, some better than others. I mean, um, yeah, I'd say they're all right. I don't know. I mean, they're. I feel like this one's okay on the list where it is. Yeah, because I mean... it's like a single playthrough is fun, and then it becomes a, a grand horse wet dream. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's it's a like this guy to me is a, is a take it or leave it. Like, I mean, it's 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 fun. I can't find too many faults in like it's it's base gameplay. It's just people go nuts and do stupid, crazy shit and spend thousands of hours in those games, and that I can't get behind. So, 
But uh, 68, Divinity Original Sin. Uh, I've played like five minutes of it. The tactical combat seemed fun. Um, it seemed interesting. Just it didn't hold me. So maybe it deserves to be at 68. I don't know. I've purchased it because somebody told me I needed to play it like immediately. And then I was like, uh, well, I'm in the middle of something else, but I guess I'll play it later. I think and you'd then, like uh, it. Because it's kind of uh, grid-based and stuff. I mean, it's not. It's fun. All right. It's multiplayer, too, I think, right? Yeah, it is. It's uh, different. 67, Path of Exile. This Wasn't is... this already on this list? What's that? Wasn't this already on the list? What's missed already on the list? What? Did we miss something? Oh, no. Eternity. I think this is what, this is what you're thinking of. Yeah, before, this is what right? I was thinking of before for uh, the other one. Because yeah. I was like... Uh... I don't think that's the right game that you're talking about before, yeah, but I was like, wrong. whatever. Whatever. Path of Exile is what I'm talking about. That was fun. That seems too high, then. <laughs> 67 seems too right? high. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, followed by 66 XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Um, I mean, never played it. I know Glenn's a huge XCOM fan. Like, he wants to talk about that all the time. So, Well, I should have gotten back on the show for just for this little thing. Like, hey, talk about XCOM. Yeah. God, yeah, that, I've never played it either. No fucking trains tonight. Uh, 65, uh, Mass Effect 1. Um, Mass Effect is a game that I have had innumerable discussions with certain people about. Like, for those that think Mass Effect is the end-all, be-all of uh, RPG series, I'm here to tell you you're fucking wrong. Um, and you need to come down off that goddamn horse. Like, uh, and just I'm just tired of the fucking Mass Effect hype. Like, it's not that great, if you ask me. It's not fun. It's, uh, see, well, I've played through Mass Effect a lot. And not because I've actively enjoyed it, but that's because of a mix between being a trophy whore and then also wanting to have a good file to transfer over into the later games. Uh, I would actually put Mass Effect 2 in this slot instead of Mass Effect 1. And leave Mass Effect 1 off the list? Yeah, like... It's I understand like how quote unquote important it was, but whatever Mass Effect One does, Mass Effect Two does it way better. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't even think it's that important. Like it it didn't do anything new. Like it just blew up what Bioware was already doing, right? Like they just got new hardware and they're like, okay, we can expand on systems we've already done. So it didn't feel original, and like the stories to me aren't. I mean, they're cool and they're good, but they're not. Like, oh my god. Like, I don't know. It's just not for Well, me. I think the impact is less uh, innovative uh, to the genre itself, but more of one of those uh, spreading influence out to get more people into the genre. Yeah, but then it just resulted in every shooter for the next 10 years having fucking RPG mechanics in it. I don't know. Uh, fair enough, I guess. Um, I guess I'll take over. Uh, 64 is Darkest Dungeon. Um, have you ever heard of this? Yeah, I keep seeing it recommended to me. I just haven't played it. Uh, I mean, it looks rad. Like, it looks way cool. Like, I'd be into it. Uh, well, I actually kickstarted this game, and I can tell you, it is rad, and I'm 99% sure that you'd be totally fucking into it. Uh, the thing you need to keep in mind, though, is that it is pretty much a roguelike. So you just uh, want to die all the time? Uh, yes, and you will lose your party multiple times, probably. Okay. And it, the combat is kind of like this... Uh, weird tactical thing where each character ha will be in a particular slot on the field 
and it's a very it's a linear thing it's 2d so you have like one through four as your slots like the back row and the front row and then two in between spots uh each character will have some attacks and that those attacks will only attack other locations on the enemy side of the field so you may have the person in the back attacking the farthest for this most enemy and the person in the front attacking the front most enemy and the people in the middle are kind of doing either the front or the back kind of stuff like that but uh Probably the most damning element of the game is the fact that your characters can go insane and then you will they will uh, do shit that will actively fuck themselves up and the whole time you're screaming at them like stop, don't don't do that, don't do that, or you'll be like, Please God, please, I know I'm not a believer, but please let them survive this attack. Please, that's all I need. Got it. Got it. It's uh yeah, it's one of those things that'll uh, fuck in the ass, but you kinda like it. Alright, well I'm down with that. I'm down with the fucking in the ass. Um, next is uh, Valkyria Chronicles, okay. which, uh, I mean, I don't know, I guess it's RPG-ish, but it feels more like a strategy game than RPG. Like, you get stats and stuff to make your character stronger. Uh, I don't know, it's a fun game, though, when I played it. Okay. Have you ever played it before? No. Uh, well, I played, like, the first, because I think Dan Dan owned it, and he liked it a lot, so he kept trying to get me to play it, and I just couldn't get into it. So, I mean, teach their own. I, I don't know if I put it up at 63, but it's a fun game. Yeah, no, for sure. Whoops. Uh, 62, Baldur's Gate. Right. Um, I think I played Baldur's Gate 2, not the first one. Yeah, I've, I've never played the first one. Uh, I I'll be honest, like, it's, I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, I'm Baldur's fine Gate with it that much. I mean, I'm okay with those types of games. I don't think they're appropriate for what we do for this show, just because, like, if you're looking for a game that you could get lost in and just, you know, play, then yeah, it's good. It's good. I think my issue with it was I was too young to know what the fuck was, I was doing. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, 61, The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. Um, I remember playing it for, like, 10 hours and yeah. then not playing it anymore. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's on my top anything list of RPGs. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I mean, it was supposedly good. I think I played it for a little while, but I, you know, like it's hard for like a PC based. Uh, if I have a RPG on like a PC, like it's hard for it tends to be hard for it to capture me. And RPGs can have that effect sometimes on me anyway. Like if I get something new and I just go ooh shiny and then I just never come back because I don't feel like going through like a two-hour prologue again, and I don't really remember where I was at story-wise, so I just kind of never play it again. Um, that happens a lot, so, you know, I think this was a case of that. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, keep going. Um, 60 is Icewind Dale 2. Uh, I guess another one of those Boulder Gate-esque games. I don't... Yeah, it's never played it. more isometric Dungeons & Dragons. It's... Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, the, the Numeria people make this one too, or is that not? Uh, I I don't know. This is Black Isle Studios, so I don't think it's the same people. All right. Uh, fifty nine Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross uh, in the bottom. Fifty? Are you insane? It's better than that. Uh. No okay. comment. It's okay. I know you don't like it. <laughs> I enjoy it. I think like it's it. good. Uh, that's whatever. We'll, I guess we're we're playing it this year, right? Yep. So you still hear my full opinion on it at that point in time. Yep. 
Um, 58, Tales of the Unknown, Volume 1, The Bard's Tale. Supposedly, I have never even heard of this. Uh, supposedly, Bard, The Bard's Tales are, are, are good games. Uh, this is an old game. It's one of those uh, D&D uh, games based on like the wizardry titles. So, I mean, we've 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 discussed those before, uh, at least earlier in the list. I think they're interesting, and I think if we ever do any for the show, we would just do a handful and just review the type of game because there were just so many of them. They just pump them out like repeatedly, repeatedly with the same sort of mechanics um, because they were essentially, they take these D and D esque rule settings, apply it to like this wizardry or Ultima type um, game. And then just re keep rewrapping it with different sort of D and D campaigns with some altered stuff on there. Um, so, I mean, it's, they're, they're interesting. Okay. Like, it may, it's making me think of Etching Odyssey, like, reading their description of it underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had a ton of fun playing Etching Odyssey games. So, I mean, it's, 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 they'll be worth looking into. So. Alrighty. Um, uh, 57, Dragon Age Inquisition. I mean. Now, I know you, you and Dan played this a lot. Like, I, I think I maybe put. I played. Into it. I played the first two a lot. I didn't play Inquisition very long, and that's mostly because that was a, a. I think I got that right before we started this show, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's it was like it was like oh, I got Dragon Age Inquisition to play, and then I think I also bought Destiny, and we were into Destiny for a while, and then we started the show, and it's like, well, I don't have time for fucking that. That seems crazy times. So. Okay. Um, I mean, I've heard mixed things about it. Like, uh, compared to, like, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, like, this game does things better, does things worse. People are blaming Mass Effect. Like, some of the stuff in Mass Effect for the way they do I mean, Inquisition. I don't really know. It's not bad. But, I mean, it's, it's a cool game. It is what it is. Because I've never really been a big Dragon Age fan. But... The Whatever. first I still got the game, I guess I'll play it sometime. I played the first one a lot. I didn't really play a whole lot of. I mean, I beat the second one, but the first one was better. And then, I mean, Dragon Age out of all the like modern, in air quotes, uh, RPGs, I guess I enjoy them the most. If you think of like your modern uh, RPG franchises, I guess Dragon Ages would be my my favorite. You know, over you know Mass Effect or or. Uh, Witcher or whatever. Okay, so if we don't see it further in the list, do you think the first like Origins should be in this spot? Um, sure. I mean, I think I think uh, if if not higher, you know, I mean, the first one is basic, and it's got its up and downs, but it's it's it would definitely be better than the next one on this list. Oh, fifty six is Fable two. I remember playing that fucking shitty-ass game. Yeah, like, the first one was, like, I hated but all the sequels to Fable. It's because the first one had such an interesting, like, style and, like, just sort of... It had a lot of interesting things going for it, and they just decided they wanted to just not take the things that made Fable 1 charming into Fables 2 and 3, and I, I you know, I don't... wasn't a fan. I believe. Yeah, I remember. Go ahead. Oh no, sorry. What were you saying? I was just gonna say Fable should be 
on this list and should be higher, but I don't think either of the other two should be anywhere anywhere on this list. Okay. Uh, I remember like I played this because somebody was like, oh, it's a fucking great RPG. If you like RPGs, you should play it. Not, I guess not really knowing me as a person. And I'm like, oh, this game kind of sucks. Like, your, your skill trees are just playstyles. I'm like, okay. What the fuck ever. Yeah. I mean, I, anyway. I enjoy the first one immensely. Second and third ones can go choke on a chode. Um, 55 is Spans of Arcadia. Spans of Arcadia? In the bottom 50? Oh my god. What are they doing to us? Uh, they're being retarded, I guess. I don't, I don't to tell you. Skies of Arcadia is good, guys. It's great. It's better than this. Way, I would say top 25. Yeah, no, it should definitely least... be way higher than... At least top 50. Like, there's yeah. no way it got pushed out of the top 50. Wow, especially after number 52, which I just accidentally scrolled down and saw. What in the fuck? But, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, 54, Grandia 2. Um, I'm okay with this, but I personally like Grandia 1 better. I think it's the best Grandia game, but if it's not on this list at all, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? No Grandia. Like nothing was wrong with Grandia too. Yeah. What? No, I was just to say Grandia. Like most of them are enjoyable ones. By I mean, I would say one's probably the better. I'm. I think I'm with you. Like I don't know. I think two suffered from the 3D. Like if they had kept it 2D and then kind of refined it, because like I played number three also, but maybe like an hour and a half. I don't know why yeah, I just it suffered. Get into um, it, but number I... one, I've played a lot. I think two suffered like the early 3D, but also like it's got that that monster seed where like a lot of the animations are this, them just like rocking back and forward or kind of like shimmying without, you know, so it, it I, I kind of hate it when a game does that where they make the jump, but they don't actually, you know, there's not a whole lot of arm movement or anything that makes 3D interesting. You're just kind of bobbing around like a, like a moron. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, I mean, it was kind of, Plain, but I guess considering the time it was at, it looked pretty good. Like I got it on PC and originally and played the shit out of it and beat it. So I mean I can't say it doesn't deserve the spot, but I would put number one ahead of it. Certainly. Um, number fifty-three is Star Ocean: The Second Story, which I think is way fucking too low. Also, not just because I'm a Chinese fanboy, promise, uh, but because like I've played this game through, uh god, like ten times at least. And there's there's so much that you can do each playthrough to make it a different playthrough that it's almost unreal. Yeah. Like, the plot doesn't really change, but the characters you can, you can recruit change, you can mix and match characters, you can uh, unlock different skills, there's post-game content, you can unlock a limiter on the final boss to make him extremely fucking difficult to beat. Like, all kinds of crazy shit you can do in this game. And, uh, I, I don't know, I guess the plot's not that great, but... Uh, just factoring in the things you can do in this game. Okay, alright. Uh, 52, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. Um, now, I will give Oblivion this. Oblivion uh, brought the Elder Scrolls games into a certain level of uh, cultural, or like brought it into like the focus and made it sort of ubiquitous. Whereas I believe... Oblivion's actually way inferior to Morrowind and Skyrim in every way possible. I don't think Oblivion's a great Elder Scrolls game out of at least the the modern, you know, three-up Elder Scrolls games. Um, but it did 
it's 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 sort of uh, domination of the early uh, 360 uh, PS3 era kind of RPGs uh, sort of brought it playstyle to the forefront so I, I think it's important enough to be on the list not 52 important okay maybe 75 important uh i kind of kind of can agree with you there but i fucking hated oblivion it's not good like it's worse than morrowind and skyrim by far like i don't think it's a, it's 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 a good elder scrolls game like i will say i enjoyed like the first five hours because it was new to mm-hmm. me and then after that it became a fucking drag. It, like, gets, was, it gets weird, man. And it, it just, it just, I don't know. It's not cool. Like the, le- the leveling system's fucking weird. Like, you don't level up till you sleep. And then if you level up the wrong stats, you can give yourself and you get your ass whipped by shit. And, like, I don't understand what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, after crawling through the, the 20th fucking cave, I'm kind of over this shit. Okay. All right. Uh, 51, Dragon Quest Eight: Journey of the Cursed King. This is probably the highest on this, highest Dragon Quest, I guess, we'll see on this list. Because isn't eight often regarded as probably like the best one uh i think so because it was almost like the first time a lot of people were introduced to dragon quest yeah and it wasn't a bad uh yeah then they went back to mobile for nine which uh on the 3ds i think or it was just regular ds which i think was a mistake but yeah okay uh whatever it's a pretty fun game like it has the only problem with it is i feel like dragon quest games have pretty much the same formula yeah and if you've played one, you've pretty much played them all. That, that's fair. Especially if you've played the most recent one, then you don't need to play any of the other ones. Uh, uh, number 50, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Okay. This is another game where I think its status on the list has to do with its cultural sort of importance. Like, the Pokemon games are huge. Like, I, I played the fuck out of them as a kid because Pokemon was huge, right? And, like, we still kind of... I still kind of look forward to playing a new Pokemon game when it's out. But when you're talking about the top 100 RPGs of all time and you consider things other than cultural importance, Pokemon is, like, it doesn't need to be 50. It doesn't need to be your halfway point. Make a mention of it, you know, in the 100 through 75 range. Like, because it's it's an RPG, certainly, but it's not amazing. Like, the gameplay is is rudimentary, uh, and it's only fun because of everything exterior because if these weren't Pokemon and they were just like other things, you know, like then we wouldn't give a fuck. We would give zero fucks about Pokemon Gold and Silver, Pokemon Red, Blue, Pokemon Yellow, whatever your your flavor was. If it wasn't Pokemon branded, we would give zero fucks. So I don't think it deserves to be at 50. Well, the the truth is in the pudding for that, right? Whatever fuck how the... the... The phrase goes because like they made Robopond, they did like Demimons. Uh, there's all kinds of fucking ripoffs, but none of them were able to take the gold away from Pokemon, and that's just because it was there first. You knew what the Pokemon were, yeah. uh, and even if like, I, I think the other games had like shitty battle systems too, but so they couldn't even beat Pokemon on that front. Like maybe if they made a good battle system or something, like they would commit about taking it. But I don't actually think Pokemon would have been as popular as it was if it wasn't that. Uh, element of involving somebody else into your game, like yeah. whether it was trading Pokemon or dueling them, that like really kind of set it apart, and it did that kind of first. Uh, but um, I've never beaten like any like I've never gotten past the fifth gym in any Pokemon game because I quit playing because I was bored. And that's fair. 
Owned to 49, uh, barely making it in the top 50, Xenogears. Okay, so it's official that the people writing this uh, are either on crack or meth, or they are doing heroin or something. Something is fucking up with the way that they are perceiving things. I I can only assume this is this low because of the way that they had to do disc two, but uh, like what? This deserves to be way higher up on the list. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Uh, especially because I'm not the, the next up is a series I'm not a huge fan of, uh, and that's Persona Three at forty eight. Um, it is. I mean, uh, you mean Dating Sim Three? Yeah, not a fan. Uh, moving on, forty seven. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay, I get it. You got to put some Zelda shit on here. This game's too new. Like I. All of these in here with 2017 releases, this is fucking June of 2017, and you are putting these games relatively on a, top list. on a top 100 list of all time. Like, it has not had the chance to sit and stew in comparison to things, and you have to, you, like, you have to have a time to, like, generate memories with the game. And while Breath of the Wild, I think, ultimately is a good game, it's not a good RPG. Because even if you take it at its face action RPG value in the same way you'd have to take Horizon Zero Dawn, I think Horizon Zero Dawn is probably better at what it does than what Zelda does. Because I spend so much time in Breath of the Wild just making sure I'm not too hot or too cold. Like, and the weapon switching system is garbage. Like, it's garbage. The controls on it are just utter shit. And you're not going to tell me otherwise. So, I, I... I didn't realize you had a Wii U or a Switch. Yeah, I bought Brittany a Switch for her birthday just to oh, play because like if she plays any video game, she's gonna play the new Zelda game because she's a Zelda fanboy through and through. She's played all of them, and when she says like she's not having fun with a Zelda game, you've you've taken a misstep because she's a huge apologist for just about any of them. So, um, well, fuck, and like even she thinks like some of the stuff in in Breath of the Wild is kind of lame. I get it. It's about time Zelda made it into the open world kind of RPG genre, and it does some things fun. It's there's some things that are fun, and there are other things that are not. Stylistically, musically, all that stuff's great. Just it does not. It does not need to be forty seven, and it's too new to be in the top fifty. Nothing in the top fifty should be have have released in two thousand seventeen. You can't you can't argue that. For taking Zelda what it is, in my opinion, the best Zelda games or 2ds all the games for the 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 series as a whole like yeah. what they do in the 2d games vastly superior to anything that is done in the 3d games but all right whatever moving on to 46 demon souls so uh this is the new uh from this is when from software basically went from kingsfield to the soul series basically right uh essentially okay so those we know what those are about. I think you know. I'm, I'm certain it belongs on this list somewhere. Forty six is debatable, but I don't have enough knowledge to to, to say otherwise. Um, and we're running long, so we're going to kind of shorten up these a little bit. Forty five Mass Effect three. I've already said my piece about Mass Effect. Mass Effect three is probably better. Uh, you know, all I heard was people bitching about Mass Effect three. So I don't know why it's at forty five. Like it, I don't know. 
Um, the second one's better than this one. Like I stopped. Like I played through one and two to get to three, and then like I stopped at the first fourth of three. I haven't touched it in like three months. Yeah. All right. Forty-four. Fire Emblem Awakening, which is what you know. That's that's why. I if if the point was to put a Fire Emblem game on this list, because if we go down the rest of this list and there is not another Fire Emblem game, and they chose one Fire Emblem game to 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 stand as Fire Emblem's uh, sort of uh, front focus in this list, Awakening is probably one of the worst choices. Like I think it's one of those it made people want to buy Fire Emblem games and save the series. I guess did it though? Like I didn't know uh, there was apparently. That much- Hype. Apparently the whole fucking dating sim bullshit, people fucking love it. All the fucking weebs can't get enough of oh my God. marrying, making your characters fall in love and have babies and shit. All right. Like, what the fuck? Well, 43. Stop, stop ruining my strategy RPGs. 43, Wizardry. Um, proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord. This is, Again, this is probably to get a Wizardry game in on this list. And Wizardry, again, is a title that re- deserves recognition in its importance of the genre. I will, I, will, I will preach that to the end of time, but again, does not need to be at 43. I think all these, these one-offs for series that they felt like they needed to mention should have been done way earlier in the list, not over games like Golden Sun, Vagrant Stories, at this point, Xenogears. Like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? So... Take this finger and put it up your pooper. Okay. Um, 42, Shadowrun for SNES. Now, um, supposedly those games are good. The SNES and the Genesis one are both apparently pretty good. So I can't say. Oh, you never played them? Nope. Never played them. Oh, I remember renting this one from the fucking local game store all the time. It's fun as shit. So. All right. Cool. So it deserves 42? Um,. I can give it to it. I mean, I, there's things on this list that I would put way above this, but whatever. All right, on to Xenogear, uh, Xenosaga, uh, episode one. Uh, this being higher up on the list than Xenogears is a fucking travesty. Really? And it just goes to show that the people that made this list have no idea what the fuck they are talking about. All right. Holy fucking shit. Like, it's a, it's a kid game. It's... There's a reason why people call it Xenosaga the movie, because you literally spend more time watching cutscenes and playing the game. Uh, but Xenogear is way superior, but whatever. Okay, alright. Uh, 40, Neverwinter Nights. Probably uh, the... I mean, this would be your pinnacle of your Dungeons & Dragons-esque system, sort of uh, isometric RPGs, I would think. Neverwinter Nights is fun. Uh, I remember it was... Um, it had an install on the PC that was uh, modular, which meant you could essentially put it on a thumb drive and run it on anything. And so the laptops we had for school, I played Neverwinter Nights on all the time. It's a fun game. It's it's not... I don't think it's number 40 good, but it's um, it's it's good. I mean, Neverwinter Nights is fun. So. Okay, I've never played it, just like most uh, uh, Western RPGs. So. Uh, 39 Fallout. I don't think the first Fallout belongs this high on this list. Like they're good, and it's it it launched an incredibly important and money making franchise. I get it, but it's not it's not it's not great. Uh, never played it. Not can't, can't say that I include Fallout on any of my top lists for anything, any of the games. But yeah, thirty eight. Uh, System Shock two. 
seen it on a lot of RPG lists, never played it. Um, can't speak to its relevancy or uh, place in this list, but hey, uh, if it if it gets talked about in every list, I guess it deserves to be on here somewhere, right? I guess. If it plays anything like Bioshock, then I wouldn't consider it an RPG personally, but whatever. No, it's it's not. It's it's definitely not. Um. All right. You want to you want to take some? Sure. Uh, Diablo three. Um. Okay. Uh, I feel like two is better, but yeah, two is better. And if we see two further on down the list, it belongs there. Three's good. It's not amazing. Um, but it's fun. I mean, it's it is what it is. It's it's. Yeah. It's. I remember trying to play through it with you, Brittany, and Glenn, and then my computer couldn't handle it, and then y'all just went off without me, and then I ended up picking up with. Picking it up and playing through it with Nicole, and it was all right. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 worth playing. It's it's certainly not worth spending all the time that some people will spend in it, but it's it's worth playing. I wouldn't put it on thirty-seven though. No, not thirty-seven. I would say that's definitely a sub-fifty mention. Um, Fallout New Vegas at thirty-six. Uh, again, like I, I mean, I played this on console, which is the worst way to play Fallout games. Like, I beat it, got all the trophies. I don't know if I've ever included on my top RPG list. Okay. Uh, did you ever play Fallout New Vegas? Uh, I'm not a fan of Fallout games, so I mean, I'm probably the worst to, to comment on it. Just not a fan. Uh, All right. So 35, Final Fantasy 10. So first Final Fantasy game mentioned. Um, yeah, and I wait. wonder how many Final Fantasy games are going to end up on this list. And I'm just kind of scrolling, taking a peek down, and oh boy, just oh boy. Ten. I mean, ten is is. It's not the best, but it's certainly I don't think is the worst by any means. Like No. It's definitely better than like one and two. Oh, certainly. Like it's leagues better than two. Uh and eight. I would say it's better than eight. <sighs> it's um, better than but... eight story. Because eight story is eight's big problem. And it's it's scaling issues. Like if eight scaled the way it was supposed to instead of you know, continually leveling your character eventually made the game unbeatable. That's a problem. But if it's scaled like it's supposed to, then it, I'm sure it'd be more fun. All right. Um, Fantasy Star 4, the end of Millennium. Like, was it like the second game we've actually played? For I know, Sean? this is hilarious. We've made it all the way to 34, and now we're, we're just getting to the second one we've reviewed. Uh, I would actually say this is a fine yeah. placement for this game. No, it's, Fucking... def- it's definitely top 40 material. Fantasy Star 4... Probably the best fantasy star. We had fun with it. Uh, yeah. Hell, had a hell of a lot of fun with it. So, yeah. And awesome music. And I remember those fucking, the, the, like, oh, the dialogue scenes in this game. I still remember like, the way they come in side to side. It's kind of comic booky. Oh, man, that was super cool. And they're shitting on that one guy all the time, Hans. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Hans? Was it Hans? Yeah. I think it was Hans. Or it was just Hans. And, Han, then, and then Alice had the hots for uh, blue hair, dude. And was just, who, who was the main character? He just got shit on, too. Like he was Chad. Yeah, he was the worst. He he. All right. So or was it Chad or was it like Clan or some shit? Chad is the worst. I think it was Chad, but is the worst main protagonist of the game ever. Like Alice was more compelling than the main dude. But also, it's a fun game. You should play it. Everybody should play it. Um, thirty-three at Final Fantasy One. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess I understand the significance of it. it pretty much kickstarted RPGs or whatever, but. Yeah, and I, uh, I I guess it's got this rating because of its importance to RPGs, right? Like, I mean, without Final Fantasy, who knows where the genre itself would be, if if at all. So I get it, but it's it's not it's not that great. 
I think I played it like for two hours on my phone, like I downloaded it on and my it, phone or something. It's actually and I'm like I'm done. But it's actually really good for that though. Like if because I mean, is if you're you're looking for a game that's not like a mobile piece of shit bullshit kind of game, like you just want an RPG that you just pick up and play and play a couple hours at a time. I would actually recommend the Legends games over Final Fantasy One, but it's not bad for that because it's basic. You know, there's not a whole lot of direction where you go, so you can just spend a lot of time just going around and fighting and doing and just, you know, grinding, and, you know, it, it's a good waste of time that way. I can see that. Okay. Um, number 32, Valkyrie Profile, probably my favorite RPG of all time. Uh, kind of wounds me a little bit to see it so low on the list. But are you at least relieved to see that it made the list? Because it seems like a title that might not make the list. Uh, yeah, and there's actually, I'm at, there's actually another game, I think you know which one, uh, that I'm hoping is down the list, but I'm, at this point, I'm doubting it's going to be on there, considering the, the, the selection we've seen so far. Well, we'll see. Um, 31, Ultima 7, The Black Gate, I guess is, this is probably regarded as the best, um, Ultima game, you know, Ultima games, there's a ton of them, like, they're, to each their own, like, we haven't done any of them for the show yet, I've played... You know, it's hard to step back and play games like Ultima because they're so rudimentary. And but they are the building blocks for modern RPGs, and they've had huge importance. Again, I don't know if thirty-one is is needed. Thirty. Um, well, I was interject real quick. Having never played an Ultima game, looking at the screenshot here, I think I could tolerate this. Whatever the fuck's happening. Yeah. No. If we play an Ultima game, we'd probably play seven. I mean, to be fair, it's probably be the one we'd go for. Um, number 30, uh, Persona 4. Don't give a fuck about Persona. It's all whatever. I don't... Hey, all people ever talk about is Persona when it comes out. Don't really... Uh, don't get the hype. All right. Oh, 20... uh, hey, I was pretty wrong. Look at that. Number 29, Soikin in 2. Again, I think it deserves to be top 25, for sure. If not top 10. So, seeing... This it is if... almost as bad as Glenn giving a fucking storyline on one. Like, yeah. my feelings right now. I mean, 29, it made it, so we could in, you know, it's, it is. I, well, Konami's not doing the series any favors, that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's just one of those, it's it's one of the, it's the best RPG that nobody's ever played, like in my opinion. Uh, so it, it deserves to be higher, especially higher than 28. Like Super Mario RPG is great and all, but it's not better than Soikin 2. Oh, hell no. I'd put it to like lower 75s. Like so. below that half, like no. I mean, I would, I would say Super Mario RPG well, maybe the fifth, that fifty range, forty to sixty. Yeah, is I was going to correct place, myself. Yeah, good place for Super Mario RPG, and because it's fun, it's great. It takes characters we know and love, and they give them gives them cool RPG things to do. What else can we say about how you know Super Mario RPG? Um, soundtrack's catchy as hell too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number twenty seven is Earthbound. I think everybody's played Earthbound at this point. Like you played RPG. I have well, okay. All right. Well, Earthbound's great. I mean, it's it's silly, it's fun, um, it's 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 actually surprisingly replayable because it just I don't know, like it's 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 really charming. the The combat and some of the uh, like uh, little actiony or reactiony bits sort of similar to Super Mario RPG. How you have stuff in combat you can kind of react to and do stuff with it makes it really fun, um, and I I believe it deserves you know top. Top thirty, maybe top forty. I mean, okay. 
And now I feel like I have the same like Undertale feeling with this, where everybody's hyped up Earthbound, and I really just don't want to play it, even Um, though I feel like it's probably good. But Earthbound to me has sort of had more of a slow burn. Like there was never a switch at which people were like, everybody has to play Earthbound, because I remember knowing who Ness was when uh, Super Smash Brothers came out, because nobody knew who Ness was, right? And it's like, oh, no, he's from Earthbound, guys. Like, uh, and it, it, it slowly, you know, I'd say over the past 10, maybe 15, no, nah, I'd say 10 years, like, it's slowly gotten bigger over time. It wasn't like a, you know, flip the switch. There was something I hadn't heard about, and now everybody's telling me I need to play it. Maybe I was ahead of the curve. I don't know. But it's fun. I look forward to doing it for the show. Um, so, uh, 26, Dragon Age Origins. See, I told you the first one was way better than Inquisition. It's way up here. It doesn't need to be. Way oh yeah. Up. Um, it's it's good. It's fun. It's solid. It's got an interesting story, interesting combat. Again, I don't know if I'd give it number twenty six. You know, probably surely. More... Go ahead. Sorry, surely not above Doctor Profile and Sweet End Two. Whatever. Yeah, certainly not. Certainly not. So, uh, you know, that's that's that. Uh, uh, Neither is this one. Kingdom Hearts 2 at 25. Okay, Kingdom Hearts is fun. Like, I know you you don't like Kingdom Hearts, Steve. Um, I'm ambivalent towards Kingdom Hearts. Like, I... as a series. Like, wanted, like, playing 1 was kind of fun. Playing 2, I will admit, really fun. But then all the fucking shit that they just throw out, they just poop it out to make money. Like, it's been 11 years, and Kingdom Hearts 3 still is not out yet. Yeah, I mean, and what I'm... fucked. I'm super high for Kingdom Hearts 3. I want to play it so bad, but my one catch to that is I don't want to have to worry about all this stupid, crazy shit that's happened since 2 came out. Like, at least in 2, you, like, you could play 2 without having played that, uh, the, the mobile title that came in between. Chain of Memories, which is actually really fun, too. Yeah, but, I mean, you didn't have to play it, and you could, you yeah. could it would enhance what you found out in Kingdom Hearts 2, but you didn't need to play it. But now I feel like I have missed too much. Like, unless I go at least read about the stories of each of those mobile title games, I am not going to have any fucking clue what's happening in 3. And that has already been sort of justified by, like, they've done these these trailers with these characters showing up that are obviously soon to me like I'm supposed to know them, but I have no idea who that is. My so. whole issue with the series now is, though, like, they were like, oh, we'll put out Kingdom Hearts 1.5, Kingdom Hearts 1.8, Kingdom Hearts 2.5, oh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8, 2, Kingdom Hearts 2.9 HD Remix Remaster Super Edition. Like, just put out the fucking third game. Like, people who are interested in the series will have played these games already. It yeah. almost felt like they're trying to just fund the third game with all the re-releases and shit. Yeah. Uh, right. But whatever. All right, move on. Uh, 24, Dark Souls. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of torn because like, I don't know if I'd give it this high up on the list. Well, it's a fun-ass game. Uh, and, but, I mean, it's it's got a weird place in RPGs for me because it feels more like a, an action-adventure game than an RPG. Okay. But, like, because when I think RPG, I think a certain style of game and that is pretty much dark souls is the like opposite of that while sure. still staying with staying within the realm sure i mean i, I haven't uh, played them so i can't speak on it okay 
Um, well, 23 is Final Fantasy 4. Again, I don't know if 4 is better than 10. Like... Uh, well, I, I'd say I've beaten 10. I've gotten 3 hours and 4, so... Well, cause, all right, so 2 slash 4. I don't know however you people people know it as. And 2 is a good game. Like, don't get me well, wrong. I thought Final Fantasy 2 was the one where... Uh, it's like almost like Legend of Mana, where you, you get hit. No, 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 no. I'm saying this is 2 slash 4. So, like, Final Fantasy 2, we didn't see in the U.S. until later, right? Because 2 and 3 were technically originally released for the Super Nintendo. But they were technically 4 and 6. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Not really. I've never understood the... So, in the U.S., in the U.S., we got Final Fantasy 1 for the Nintendo. And we did not see another Final Fantasy game in the U.S. until we got what they labeled as Final Fantasy 2 on the Super Nintendo. But that was actually Final Fantasy 4. So Final Fantasies 2 and 3 didn't get U.S. versions until later. Okay, and then Final Fantasy 6 was released as Final Fantasy 3. Yes, and we didn't get 5 okay. until much later. Okay, now that makes more sense to me. Okay. okay. So, again, it's 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 got a great soundtrack. It's really cool, but... And I'm going to piss people off, but the story of Final Fantasy 2 slash 4 is stupid. <laughs> like, it is not good. Cecil's storyline is fine, but at every step of the way, it felt like people just kept sacrificing themselves for the furtherment of the party. And at the end, everyone comes back, thus invalidating every emotional moment previously had in the game. It's not good. Wow, that's kind of a cop-out. It is, and it's infuriating. The gameplay's solid, you know, like, all these things are really good about Final Fantasy um, 4, but I just don't think it's as, like, people hold, like, hold it, they put it up on this pedestal, and I just don't think... I think 6 is far superior. Um, I think, you know, it's it's definitely top... It's, it's it's in the top section of Final Fantasy games. I just don't know. I like I would probably put it on par with 10, not, you know, 20-something places different. And it's definitely not... Yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Oh, uh, let's move on to 22, EverQuest. And, Why is this on this list? Um, Because EverQuest, it... it, it Launched the, the, the MMORPG. Like, it's not the first, but it definitely made it, you know, a, a culturally relevant thing, you know? So, I mean, I guess it deserves a place on the list. Not top 25, though. By no means should it be top 25. Definitely, uh, definitely can agree with you on that. So, um, I mean, top 50, sure. Because the MMO has had it, uh, like, whether we want to admit to it or not, the MMO has also had effects on single-player RPGs, for better or worse, um, as far as how they play and, you know, sort of the way stories are told and things outside of games and all this kind of stuff. So it's just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, next, in my opinion, the best Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind at 21. Um, if any, because I, I, just, I just know I'm just going to, because I know Skyrim is going to be way up there. I just know it is. And it's going to upset me. 
it's going to be worth there because uh, they just keep fucking re-releasing it. And uh, they have Skyrim so, VR now, uh, which I thought was a fucking joke, but what the fuck? Wow. Yeah, so uh, Morrowind's great. I remember Morrowind was probably one of the first open-world RPGs that I ever touched. Like, it loaded up on my, P- uh, on my computer. I played it. I had tons of fun exploring around Morrowind. And then I found you could go back in and edit the game, and I did a bunch of weird mods for it. So I had a ton of fun with Morrowind. And I believe it's it's easily, in my opinion, it, it belongs in the top 30. Um, maybe not the top 20, so I'd probably put it between 20 and 30. So, I mean, it's it's good. Um, it's my favorite of the Elder Scrolls games. So, uh, Okay. I can't comment. Number 20. Definitely. Uh, all right. So we played Diablo for the show. And I think we had fun with Diablo. But Diablo 1 does not deserve 20. But I don't think it deserves 20 at all. Like, it's a fun game. It's cool. And it had huge implications for Blizzard as a company. But not... This is It's it's number 20 on this list, Nick. I, I understand that. Uh, we've... We've rated 20 games higher than Diablo. Yeah. Uh, so this one's a pseudo-RPG because it's more dungeon crawler, but whatever. Yeah, so, I mean... What the actual fuck? Number 19's Persona 5. Didn't that just come out, like, last month? This month? Yeah, like two months ago. Are you shitting me? No. I'm not shitting you. <sighs> they are. They are. And wait, wait. And this, uh... Did this... Magazine come out like a month ago too. No, this is the June issue. It's the issue for this month. So, but oh. that meant they meant they were writing it last month when the game had only been out a month. <sighs> oh my god. Uh, well, apparently it is the best one. I mean, so... if it's good, if it's good, that's cool. But nothing released in 2017 should be this high on the list. Definitely can agree with you on that. So whatever. All right, number eighteen. Mabu, Final Fantasy VII. Um, it seems awfully low, uh, considering the sort of like cultural, uh, like how how popular Final Fantasy VII is. And I, I mean, we'll see what's next. I don't know if they can tell me there's 17 games higher than this, especially like, seeing this is. Soikinen Two was what 30 something. Yeah. So like I, I saw this and I was like. There's going to be 17 games that I'm just going to, in, in my core, like uh, my core of my being, just immediately disagree with. Like I don't know, especially considering Super Nintendo was so low, and then we have this one as the top pick uh, to represent all the best RPG we've played on the show. I I struggle to think what else could be higher than those two games. Well, I mean, I can think of one. I can think of one game uh, that like better. Tactics? If Tactics is not higher than this, then I will blow my brains out. Oh, yeah, fair enough. All right, number 17, Ultima Online. Never played it. Do you play Ultima Online? I haven't played any Ultima game, but uh, I can't imagine that, that. I don't know why this would be higher than whatever. I mean, this is the. I think this is the first MMO like with like a, like an actual user interface, so I guess. Again, 17, you're giving it more credit. I mean... I guess if you really want to combine MMOs and MMO uh, and RPGs into like the same standing, because they they have effects on each other, blah 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 blah, whatever. 
I just don't know if Ultimate Online deserves to be this high. And now, uh, now, now that they've put in these MMOs, I guarantee you, like now I've played it a lot, but if World of Warcraft, be on here? if it is, if World of Warcraft is top ten, they need to go fucking kill themselves. <laughs> because I am a WoW fanboy. I love WoW. I play way more than I should, and I think the story and the lore of World of Warcraft is fantastic. I think it's great, even though it is a little derivative. What they've done with their version of it is fun, and I think the gameplay is cool. It's dated because the game's dated as shit, but it is in a in a list of RPGs of all time. That should be the only MMO in the top twenty-five, is WoW, but it should not be in the top ten. By no means, okay. Should it be in the okay. top ten? Like, because if you want to make a a point about MMOs being an important part of the RPG genre. That you do a one-off, you pick the most culturally relevant, and you give it like the twenty-fifth spot to say, "Look, MMOs are important. This is the most important MMO. World of Warcraft done," and then let it go. So, and I'm not here to argue that World of Warcraft is the best MMO, but you can't. Nobody can tell me it's the it's not the most culturally relevant one. It's uh, it's definitely it definitely was, and it still I would say is. It, it's still like, the biggest one on the market. Twelve years after its release, so it's, I mean, it is what it is. Okay, um, Secret of Mana number sixteen. Okay, uh, I mean, I've played it. I haven't. It's pretty fun, oh, I guess. God. I'm gonna have a fucking aneurysm. Oh shit! <laughs> number fifteen. Pokemon Red and Blue, number 15. No way in fucking hell. And you realize that Gold and Silver has Pokemon Red and Blue inside of it. You go back to these regions, catch these same Pokemon, and fight the same gym leaders in Gold and Silver. Okay. Well, um, I mean, if it wasn't evident before, this uh, magazine is obviously fucking not even good enough to wipe your ass with, but I mean, I get it. I, I honestly get it. Like I said earlier, I get that Pokemon was a huge thing. And I get that the Pokemon games were a huge thing. But this isn't a top 100 culturally relevant games of all time. This is a top 100 RPGs of all time. Pokemon Red and Blue? No. No. What are you doing? Oh, my dear God. Okay. 14, Deus Ex. I can give Deus Ex it, it's, its right to be there. Okay. I mean, it's super popular. It's a completely open-ended game. Um, it's a stretch for an RPG, but it makes every RPG list ever. So it's it's got to be decided by the masses that it's an RPG. Um, so, and if we are considering it, I mean, it's it's got a huge influence on on um, sort of open-ended gameplay. So okay, never played it. Yeah, again, I don't know if I'd give it. 14 but it belongs top 25 for sure planescape torment number 13 a game we'll never play for the show it's just one of those it's it's it, it i believe it's you know the the best of those uh isometric rpgs that aren't diablo you know because they're kind of two different progression paths really where you got the the uh D route with uh Neverwinter and Planescape and uh, Baldur's Gate, and then you've got the the Diablo route. So Planescape supposedly really good. I've only played it for a couple hours. 
um, me and it's it suffers from a lot of the same things that you know we've complained about other PC titles of the era, whatever. Okay. Fallout Three at number twelve. Wow, like even for not really liking Fallout very much, like Fallout Three or Fallout New Vegas is better than Fallout Three. What the fuck? Well, it's number twelve, so. Um, number eleven, Bloodborne. Hey, uh, I don't know if that this should be this high up on the list, but I can definitely say Bloodborne was one of like, it's my favorite from a software game. So I, I, it looks really cool. I want to play it. I just don't have time to play other games. So it's just uh, it's like, oh, but like I'll let you borrow it. But uh, never mind then. Yeah, I just don't have time. Like uh, we'll just have to do a, a whole from software year, then you get a chance to play this shit. I know if we do a, if we do a year of PlayStation games, like I really want to play Kingsfield one too. Just saying. Um, okay. All right. So Bloodborne number eleven. You, so you think it deserves to be as high as eleven? Uh, no, okay. no, it's not. It's again the whole from software. It's like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all that shit. It's not. Not it doesn't scream RPG to me. It screams action RPG. Well, like, um, so I mean it does is RPG, but like it's not like it's not when you look when you think of RPG, you don't. I personally don't think of Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne and shit. Well, uh, sauce my butt and call me Nancy because we got Final Fantasy Tactics at number ten. Um, yeah. Hey, are there nine games that are going to be better than this? Uh, no. Because they don't say there so. is. They they certainly do. Oh, dude, dude, dude. Speaking of Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, remember when you asked me about God Wars? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I read a review on it, and it says it takes everything we love about Final Fantasy Tactics and makes it better. <gasps> like, yeah, I, like I, I just read that review today, and I'm like, like, so some dude reviewed it, it got a four point five out of five, and I'm like, is okay, it now? so when is I, mean, it I don't feel too bad. Uh, like two weeks or a week or two. Uh, I think it actually comes out in a, like a week. Uh, but yeah, I read it. Uh, apparently it sounds because you can get you get jobs, you get sub jobs. You can you only get fourteen main characters, no generics. But uh, you can pretty much customize each of these characters and make make your own like uh, OP characters and all kinds of shit, just like Final Fantasy Tactics. You have to take in elevation to account, just like Tactics. You have to take in all kinds of shit. So apparently it's fucking great. Oh my god. Oh my god! I want to play it now. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to beeline through Star Tropics this weekend, so I have any time to play anything else. God damn it. Okay. I haven't started. <laughs> it's not that long. All right. So, Baldur's Gate Two at number nine. We've said all this about these games. Like, obviously, whoever wrote this list is a huge fan of old school PC gaming. Like, because number eight's Diablo Two. Well, I'm glad Diablo 2 was on the list. All right, so all the other Diablos, but... Diablo 2 belongs. Not at 8. I would even give it top 20. Diablo Because Diablo 2 is the best of that type of game. Like, it's better than 3. It's better than 1. It's great. I love Diablo 2. But better than Path of Exile. Better than Path of Exile. Better than uh, whatever. So, Diablo 2 is fantastic. I love it. The story's cool. The, the character, each of the individual characters you're playing as are really cool. The gameplay is super fluid and fun. Uh, it just, but eight, it's not better than Final Fantasy Tactics, guys. It's not better than Soikinen 2. So, uh, 
What about uh? Well, what about Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic? Is that better than Tactics or Space okay. Two or Five Fantasy Seven? I believe that Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic belongs in the top ten. Okay, I think Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic is a great game, honestly, in its storytelling and its light dark system and its options and its gameplay. I think Kotor is a great game. Is it better than Final Fantasy VII Tactics? So you get into, no, 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 but it's good okay. and it deserves its, its place. Now, again, whoever's writing this lick, uh, list has this large flesh pipe in their mouth. And on the side of that flesh pipe, the words Bioware are tattooed because they are obviously just all up on Bioware's dick. Like I think Bioware's entire fucking catalog has been in this list. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Well, except for Mass Effect 2, apparently. Except for Mass Effect 2. World of Warcraft at number six. Number six, Nick. Uh, I can respect what you said earlier about having WoW on the list, but I cannot say, in my opinion, that I would ever put this anywhere near a top 50. But uh, whatever. I understand the appeal. I, well, uh, I couldn't play it more than, what, 12 no. hours? Yeah, no. However it is, long? It is not to be... Oh, my God, really? All right, so is The Witcher 3 worth number five to you? Uh, No. No, is... I would say it is top 25. It's, okay. It's a really phenomenal game. It does a lot of shit great, um, but I would not do top five, okay. personally. So what was that one Bioware game we were missing for the full for the full Deep Throat? Oh, my God. Mass Effect well, 2. Fucking Mass Effect 2. At number 4, Nick. Number 4. Uh, I wonder how much uh, money they're getting from this list. From these gaming companies. Like, oh I feel god. like... Whatever. Oh my god. Alright. Dude, if I see Mass Effect and Jamina up here, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, no shit. Alright, so Chrono Trigger is number 3. That's a top ten easy. Um, uh, but above those other ones we keep referencing, no, man, no, I can't. No, no, I can't condone it. I think it is on par with those other games we keep mentioning. I really do. Yeah, but I, I think they edge. Like personally, I would edge them above this. Like when we do the re- the yearly recap, I'm gonna put this at four probably. Yeah, I, I think I think that's probably where it'll end up. It's probably at four. I mean, um, so I'm with you on that. Number two, Final Fantasy VI. I Why? Okay, this is what they say. Despite stiff competition, often from developer Square itself, Final Fantasy VI has earned its place as the best uh, the best in a golden era of RPGs. From the unsettling opening scene to the god-killing finale, Final Fantasy VI kept players hooked with innovations around every corner. Bullshit. Bullshit. Like, six is great. Six, I can even say six deserves a top 10 spot on somebody's list. I can't, I really can. But, A, I don't think it's better than Chrono Trigger. For one. I don't think it is. I, I agree. It is not. I mean, so, I mean, when we play it, it'll probably end up being five or six, I think. Because it's really good. And the story is really good. But, number two? On your 100 list of all time? 
and I I already know what the next one is. Oh yeah, it's got to be Skyrim. It's got to uh, be Skyrim. Let's, let's find out. Oh, it's Skyrim. It's certainly Skyrim. Uh, so, okay, Skyrim. Important. It's objectively game. wrong. It's it's. I'm with you. It's objectively wrong. And Skyrim, great game. Like I I can give it that it is a good game. It is a great game. It is even a fantastic game. And I believe it it earns its credibility in the genre. Okay, I will give it that. But it is not the end all be all of RPGs. The story a lackluster. B gameplay is basic as fuck. It really is. The level of customizability of your character is pretty shitty too. It's not. It's not good. It's really not that great. So I mean, I get. Fuck. I get. I would. I would actually say. The side quests, like the guild shit, is Oblivion is better than the shit in Skyrim. They give a zero to Dungeons and Dragons, by the way. Wait, what? They like top one hundred. One is Skyrim. Zero is Dungeons and Dragons. Wait, what the fuck? Because the gaming world owes a debt to Dungeons and Dragons, the character-driven video games of the last four decades, to the countless sprawling tabletop role-playing games that spawned. And then he goes to talk about Gary Gygax and the creation of Dungeons and Dragons. And I can agree. I can agree that without Dungeons and Dragons, we probably wouldn't have RPGs. Like, I get that. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. But Skyrim, come on. Number one. Number one. No. Okay. So there's there's pretty much two. Uh, one of two things that are going to happen because of this fucking putting Skyrim on such levels of idolatry that it's obscene. Either whenever or if. If they ever decide to make a, a Elder Scrolls Six, because like the amount of hype that they have to overcome for that game uh, is going to be it's either, either gonna be, it's either the biggest thing ever or the biggest flop ever. Like, well, I was, I was going to say that it's either going to be they're going to meet all expectations, it's going to be fucking amazing, or um, just like you said, it's going to be a big flop. Or I guess there's a third thing where, despite how fucking shitty it is, it's going to have Final Fantasy Fifteen syndrome, where you have fanboys being like, "Oh God." Oh God! Oh, <laughs> ah, ah, I'm in my pants, it's, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's like it's not even a good game. Like I don't understand what the fuck. I mean, Skyrim's a good game. Like I'll give Skyrim a good game, but it's not. I don't. I'm it's not, like, not, uh, it's not number one. Like, like I would rather have seen Mass Effect games higher than like if I had to put Mass Effect two and like like if I had to have Mass Effect and Skyrim, Mass Effect 2 and Skyrim in the same top five, like they had to be in, within the top five because someone's paying me to do it. Mass Effect 2 is better than Skyrim. I'd say so. So, and what, uh, to you, what is the, the biggest glaring gap in this list? What do you mean gap? Like, a game or franchise that is not represented that I feel is like a travesty. Uh, I'd say Breath of Fire. Certainly. There's no fucking Breath of Fire games on this list. Like, but, that but is... We, have, we had room for two generations of Pokemon games, and we couldn't get a fucking Breath of Fire game on this list? Apparently fucking not. Apparently it's inconsequential. Like, we got three separate MMOs on this list, and we couldn't get Breath of Fire. We had all three Diablo games on this list and we couldn't get Breath of Fire. Hell, I mean, like, I'd add a Wild Arms game, I'd add Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. 
Shit, I'd even put Die Hack on here. Legend of Mana? Fuck, I think uh, Final Fantasy Adventure. Uh, no, shit, what was, is that the one we played? Uh, Legends? Yeah, Final Fantasy Legends. But uh, I'd put that on here over some of the shit on here. Like, and I get it's not it's not top 100 JRPGs of all time. And I acquiesce to things like, you know, like KOTOR and a lot of these PC, older PC games. Because a lot of them are really fun. But some of this stuff, like Fire Emblem Awakening as your sole representation of the Fire Emblem franchise on this list is appalling. Like fucking Reckon Okan, I think. The Blazing Sword. No, Seven. Whatever the fuck that one is. But I can't remember what the Japanese title is. But... One with Elwood, uh, Hector, and Lynn. Why is that not on here? No, I'm with you. This is bullshit. Like, you made room for Jade fucking Empire, a Asian theme clone of the Kotor engine, and you could not, you could not be bothered to get a Breath of Fire game. There were three Persona titles. And a Castlevania game on this list, motherfucker. Dude, there's fucking Destiny. Destiny made the list, and we could not get a Breath of Fire game. I I have no words. I mean... Like, Paladin's Quest would have been better on this list. Hell yeah, that was a pretty good game. There's just some things here that don't make sense. Well, that's life for you, right? And Soikiden 2 is the only Soikiden game on the list? What are you doing? At least, like, I would... Soikiden 5 deserves a spot. What are you doing? It's Game Informer, though. Whatever, man. Yeah. Well, uh, the next episode is our Star Tropics review, so make sure you get your questions in to me for that. Um, what do you Shit. think... They did wrong or did right with this uh, list. Uh, send your responses in. And talk about it in the Discord. We'll talk about it on the show. So, do you have anything to add? I'm still, I'm still just here shaking my head. Like, I can't, can't fathom this. It's this is, this shit's all over the place, man. Like, it's all over the fucking place. Like, I almost, I almost feel like they just had the editors there, like draft up. Uh, a bunch I, of games that they liked and then they put them on a wall through darts at them and then they're like so which ones are uh, can we get the most uh, kudos uh, or street cred with with the, the devs for let's put them on the top of the list I honest to god feel like some of these games on this list they never played never fucking played them well that would actually that would actually be uh, like make a lot of sense like I'm so fucking muddled up that I can't even speak properly anymore. And we didn't see another Tactics Ogre game on this list, by the way. No, I was I was expecting Ogre Battle 64 at least. No shit. This is a crime against humanity. This is why people don't buy your there's fucking no Power Reward cards. There's no sh- there's no there's no shining forest on this list. Like Jesus. All right, well, that's... Like, fuck. He's not even button Kaidos. Like, that's a fucking fantastic game. And 
And only one Tales game? Come on. And it's got them Symphonia. Uh. Uh, but we gotta end the show. Otherwise, I'm just gonna. This is this was this was this was an exercise in frustration. I hope like, you guys this enjoyed. Became, it. like like I was going into this being like, oh, it's gonna be fun to shit on this, and then uh, now I'm just fucking depressed. I'm incensed, really. Like, there's not even Lunar. Like, a Lunar is a great series. No Lunar. Oh my god. But you can put three fucking Persona games on there. Okay, man. Look, like, I know it's kind of niche, but, like, Groundlancer is a great series. There's no Groundlancer mentions. Like, fucking Final Fantasy IX deserves a place on this list more than four does. Oh, oh, most definitely. Oh I'm, I am glad they didn't shove 13 on here, though. Like, then you'd know they were pandering to somebody. I just... I, I No Ark the Lad? Anywhere? Uh, our bias is showing now, Brent. I guess. I guess we're. But I gave like I gave them a lot of these Western titles. Like a lot of the, some of these Western titles would have made it for me, right? But there's shit that doesn't make sense. Like straight up doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like you could have did. Uh, you did not need to complete Bioware's fucking list. Like every every Bioware published game is just put it on the greatest top 100 RPGs. All right, because all uh, that's how, that's the list done. Bioware just jizzes gold, obviously. Oh my god! All right, well now that my pressure's high, let's end this. Do you have anything to add, Nicholas? No, there's, I've got I've got nothing. I'm drained of everything. Yeah, my willpower's gone. It's all gone. All right. Send your opinions in. We want to hear them. We can't be alone. So let us let us know how you feel, how you truly feel. Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of fucking fan mail that's like, uh, I don't know what you guys talk about. This list is spot on. It's gonna be it's a great list. Uh, you know, I agree with it. Hundred uh, percent. Okay. there's a uh, maybe if, not hundred percent. There's one game that it's worth on there, but uh, if anybody ever hears this that works at Game Informer, contact me because I would love to get you on the show. So we can berate you live on air. That's what would happen. Does it give you a chance to defend yourself and your yeah. coworkers? I guess. Sure, you can try. You're going to be wrong, objectively, and in many ways, completely wrong. But at the same time, like I understand that you can't make like a a top list of whatever without pissing some people off, and we're probably the people that are getting pissed off. But like, oh god, like it just it just hurts me. I know there are people out there like Skyrim number one, yeah, but like. Mass Effect 3 didn't even make the top 10? What the fuck, dog? Those people need to die. Need to fucking die. Alright. Alright. That was violent. I feel bad. Uh, now we're, we're calling for the death of potentially some of our listeners. No. Well, well. If you're a listener... Well, I'd, I'd if hope... You, if you if you're, yeah, if you're a listener of ours, and you, uh, you agree with what Brent uh, just said, then uh, stop listening to the show. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you. Oh, no, we want everyone listening to listen. Uh, we have standards, and uh, they, they as listeners, do not meet my standards. I, I don't want them to be listening to anything anymore because they obviously uh, don't have any taste or ju- or good judgment. All right, man, let's, let's wrap this show up. Um, I guess until next time, say goodbye, everybody.
Uh, if, if there is a next time, I don't know if I can come back from this. All right. Yeah, next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do. You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think, really, that's it. Oh, no it's not. You know it'd be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, Brent, I love that show. I love it so much. I wish I could just just embrace you and give you the most love possible. But you know what you know what says love more than, than an intimate embrace? Money. That's right, money says it. And you know what? You can give us money without ever av- actually having spent any extra money. Because I know I know what you're doing. You're going to Amazon, you're getting the free two day shipping, you're buying your extra large uh, underwear or your five pound chocolate Easter bunny or what God knows what else you're buying. They got all kinds of shit there. You know, Prime with the free two-day ship, and just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens, if you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy, after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us. It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? Right? That's what I thought. So, just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I don't really know how to end this. That's so, yeah, bye.